Hey guys, welcome to the A Lot of Thoughts podcast. It's just Courtney here today. Um, we, I'm telling you, it's like our schedules go so crazy and we are working it out. We are changing the way we record. Um, we're changing when we record and that way we can actually have some episodes because it has been insane. Um, and so we were talking and I was like, well, I'm going to G3. How about I just talk about G3? Um, so that's this episode. (laughs) After this, we've got a couple episodes planned. Um, I'm scared to say the topics because what if like we start recording and it's like terrible, but they're really good topics. I'm very excited. Um, just some practical topics, uh, that we have both been learning about a little bit. So, um, very, very excited. We should be actually getting together to record. Like this is coming out. I'm actually recording this morning of, let me explain. So on Friday night at G3, we go back to our room and there was this odd smell. And then I found a wet spot on the carpet and they had come in and cleaned up a stain and it smelled like bleach. Um, (laughs) so the next morning I woke up Saturday morning and I just felt horrendous. Um, I felt like I had a bad cold, like things were draining into my throat, which, I'm so sorry, guys. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's like 620 here, so like it's real early. Um, So we tried to get a room swapped. Actually, I told the guy, if it's going to take like an hour, just say you can't do it. And instead, he took almost an hour and told us that he couldn't do it. So we just like packed up all our stuff and then sat there. But all that to say, I was so sick on Sunday. I was supposed to do this for like last Tuesday, but I was so sick. And then Monday, I still like I had to take NyQuil Sunday night and I don't take NyQuil. I don't like how it makes me feel um, at all. So I don't like taking it. Um, And I was so sick on Monday. And then, I mean, you know, from there, there was no, there was no getting it done because you come back, you're so behind and you don't feel good. (laughs) Um, And I mean, I'm still catching up on like, I still am having trouble waking up early, (laughs) which is just sad because waking up early is my favorite thing to do. Um, But I'm just, I am struggling. So anyway, um, I... Okay, so first of all, I have to say, making us wait two and a half years for G3 was rude. It was just rude. I mean, come on. Come on, Josh. No, I'm kidding. But it was, I just, as someone who does a lot within her church, going to something where I mainly am just attending just was so nice. It was just such, so refreshing. Um, I did volunteer, me and my friend, we volunteered with the bookstore and I was asked, was it worth it? And I would say, like, if you cannot get there, like, because the ticket price is too much, do it. It was not that bad. Like we got to, we had the chance to see all the sessions. There was like one that we were late for, I think, but the guy was very nice. He worked with us to make sure we were like, we even talked to him. We were like, we really want to go to breakouts. And at one point we were like, we really want to get a good seat. And he was like, go ahead and go. Um, so very, very nice. And at the end, he let me take a bunch of extra giveaway books for people. So that was really nice. Um, 
So worth it if you can't go. Like you don't miss out on like the speakers. You don't. Um, But if you can buy the ticket, like I would have preferred that. But for us, I'm so sorry. Apparently I'm still waking up. But for us, I didn't realize I could go until like later this summer. And so spending like, it was like $289, I think at that point on a ticket would have just like broke the bank. So getting in free by volunteering was so much better. Um, And like I said, we um, didn't have to miss anything, but we did, we did miss the first two sermons. And that was because we, um, we wanted to look around a little bit. And that was our one thing we knew was because we were volunteering, we kind of had to be a little picky. So, um, about what we did. So we did that. Um, and I left two, I've got two blank pages in my notebook for when they come out so I can listen to them. Um, so I'm just going to go through the sermons really quick and tell you which ones you should 100% listen to. So Joel Beakey, The Utopian Marriage in Christ. I'm going to give you some like if anything stuck out to me. Um, I uh, I really enjoyed Joel Beakey. I've, I might have gone to that myself. Um, I really love the topic of heaven. I just really do. I think that we don't think about it enough. And if, when you don't think about it enough, you don't want to go there. And while we've got, we have so much to do on earth and like that should be our priority because God has called us to be on earth. Like he decides when you get to go to heaven. But at the same time, if you do not, like the song says, turn your eyes upon Jesus who is in heaven, um, your, your priorities can't be straight. Um, so basically he was going through like the marriage um, between the, um, like between Christ and his bride and it was, it was so good. Um, I, my favorite thing that he said was the beauty of heaven is that I'll never have to take my eyes off Jesus again. And, um, I, I mean, how many, how many of us really have that view of heaven? I think we have to train ourselves, especially if you're like a, a mom, you have to train yourself to desire heaven. Um, I don't know. It's, there's so much going on around you that to really desire heaven can sometimes seem like a chore. And I don't think it's meant to be that way. Um, so I've worked really hard on myself because then whenever you go through something or, um, when things are just kind of rough, you can, you can know that it is for your sanctification and sanctification is ultimately just because you're going to be sanctified when you get to heaven. Um, and the trials of this earth are just, I don't know, just a reminder of God's goodness that is coming. So next I went to a breakout session. Oh, I went to the Q and a, on whatever night that was. I don't think I took out my notebook. I think that's what it was. I went to the Q&A or well, it wasn't a Q&A. It was like Christ and I don't know, culture or something like that. 
the night, like third Wednesday night, we actually went and stayed an extra night. And, um, it was very interesting and good. I just don't have any notes on it. I think I took some in my phone, but I'm not going to click on my phone because I'm using my phone to record. Um, so I went to the breakout on Thursday with Owen Strayan. Was that on Thursday? Okay. See, now I'm highly confused because I think it was Thursday. Yes, it was. Um, and I just, it was so good. I don't know why the room was like half empty or it wasn't like half empty, but like there were empty seats. I feel like it should have been full because it was so good. Um, I know from listening to his podcast that he is working on a book about Jesus, the warrior savior, something like that. Um, and so he kind of talked about that a little bit. Um, and I just, uh, it was, it was so good. I'm trying to see what I wrote down. Um, he would talk a little bit about like justice and um, like true justice and what is biblical justice. Um, he said, okay, so his points were the cry for justice is everywhere around us. Justice is defined by God. The Bible's doctrine of justice is Jesus centered. Justice is a major concern for the people of God. We must avoid and destroy false visions of justice. The cry for vengeance goes against evangelical pacifism, and we must preach divine justice. Um, I mean, it's just, it was so good, so spot on, and just something that I needed to be reminded of. um, Because these are men, a lot of these are men who are like out there fighting the fight against the a wrong definition of justice. And so to hear him preach this, well, it wasn't really a sermon. It was his like breakout session, but it was really, really good. Um, okay. So I have a bunch of, I have Q and a stuff too. Um, so the first Q and a MacArthur at one point said it was, he was talking through his, um, most of that Q and a was actually them giving their testimonies, which was really good. I did miss the back and forth. Like there's a little bit more back and forth in the second one. Um, but I, I really did enjoy hearing it and like seeing these men of God, like just be so emotional about like when God called them out of darkness, it was just good to see. Um, MacArthur said it was never a question of Christ or the gospel. It was a question of my own sinfulness. And I was like, I get that. Like I, before I truly came to Christ, like, I knew who God was. Like, I believed in him. There was no problem with that. But I think it was, like, not understanding my own sinfulness and not realizing that if I choose to live in sin and choose sin over and over again, that there might be a problem. Um, so, yeah, that was a good Q&A. Um, Stephen Lawson, so his first sermon, because he did too, his first sermon was very... I told Paul, I was like, I'm not trying to be like, it was good, but it was very basic in terms of like, I don't think it was basic for everybody, but my pastor has preached over the crucifixion in detail several times. So I'd actually heard most of it. Um, I, yeah, that was, there's nothing crazy about it. He just went through what happened with the crucifixion. Um, kudos to my pastor because I was sitting there going, oh, I've heard all this, um, which is not, now let me clarify. When I say that, 
it's always good to be reminded. And I wasn't like complaining. It's just, I don't have anything that like was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Like it was just a basic view of the crucifixion that reminded you of what your savior did. And so, so good. I just don't have anything like that sticks out to say, okay, John MacArthur. Okay. So I do not know where I stand. Um, eschatologically. Ooh, I said that word before 7am. Pretty good. Um, but I lean towards Amil and this whole sermon, I thought it was just going to be a breakaway point. And then he stuck with it the whole time was all about future Israel. Um, I mean, he had some good points, but I was kind of sad because I only took a page of notes. Um, one of the things he said uh, was he could absorb all the sin in three hours because he was an infinite person. I thought that was really, really good. But yeah, I kind of lost him a little bit. Um, I wrote stuff down, but um, yeah, it was very, very, very dispensationalist, um, which was is not like it was just, I thought it was going to be a side point and it was like the whole sermon. And so, um, I listened, I paid attention. I did not leave the room, but I just didn't have a lot of notes on it. Okay. So next up is the excellency of Christ from David Miller. Guys, if you listen to one sermon, listen to this and whenever it comes out on YouTube, go watch it because this man had no notes, nothing. He just preached from memory and it was so good. It was so good. So funny too, which I just, he like had a, the driest sense of humor. Um, but like in general, like it was so good. Um, he talked a lot about like the fact that we don't need to add to the Bible. Um, he, he gave a, he gave several, um, funny stories. Um, and where did he say, I wrote it down. Um, Oh, he, this was on the G3, like Facebook page. It said, make it, um, make a difference between the, I was writing really fast between the difference of exposition of scripture and the supposition of some dude's mind. And it cracked me up. Um, but he brought up one really good point at the end. He said, he's not going to be Lord. He is Lord. And he was Lord before he died. I think like sometimes it's easy for us to forget that Christ was on, um, the throne before he even came to earth. Like, I don't know. It's like we separate it all out and, um, we need to remember that Christ was Lord before. So Phil Johnson was next, the deity of Christ. Um, he went through a really difficult passage, first Peter three, 18 through 22. And a lot of passages in the Bible are difficult for me. Um, I mean, I've read the Bible several times now, but like, there's still times where I'm reading it and I'm going, what in the world? So when he started talking about this one, I was like, oh my goodness, how do you, how are you going to do this? But it was very good. He dug through it very well. Um, so it, I was about to say, I just think that's another one of those sermons that I highly recommend because he gave a good explanation of how we are to approach scripture that doesn't make sense. Um, how are we supposed to approach something when all of the experts are all arguing about it? Um, so yeah, 
So just highly recommend that. James White. I don't have a lot of notes on James White, but it was really good. I remember it being really good. We actually got a really good spot for James White too, um, which was kind of exciting. Um, but James White also speaks like a professor sometimes. Like he's funny and he's good, but he also speaks like a professor. So um, there's also that idea that like um, sometimes he says things and I'm like, what? But he was talking about um, in Colossians 1, 15 through 18. And I'd like to say again, kudos to my pastor. He's one of our avid listeners. So I think he's going to hear this and be like, oh, okay, okay. Because um, I'm never going to remember to tell him. Um, James White's talking about like what the problem was with the church. And <laughs> I was sitting with two people from my church and we're all like Gnosticism. Because we just went through Colossians. Um, well, just like last year I don't know when it ended but um I think it was last year and uh just talking about like we know a lot about Gnosticism because of that um so yeah then Vody Bauckham so good y'all so good he went through Revelation now he is one who he is he is Amil so we were on the same page no I'm kidding he preached on Revelation without talking about his eschatological viewpoint um, but it was worship the son of God. And I thought it was very good. The biggest thing that stuck out to me was he talked about numbers being important in revelation. And he talked about like the number three is the number of God. Number four is the number of creation. Number seven is perfection. Number 10 is completion. And number 12 is the people of God. Um, and I just didn't know any of that. Um, <laughs> just being honest, but he pulled that out and used that throughout Revelation to explain different things that happened. Maybe that leans Amel because of symbolism, but I don't know. I mean, I think everybody knows that there's numbers and that they mean something in Revelation. Um, and he just went through why we should worship Christ. Just very good. Um, yeah, that's that like we can worship him because of what he's done because he's made us worthy to worship him so we're only able to worship him because he's made us able to worship him so it's like a big like I don't know it just it was really good okay Paul Washer I always think like bless his heart when I hear Paul Washer because he's just so like it's just Paul Washer um he changed his sermon at the last minute like that morning and you'd think like it would be I don't I mean, I got two full pages of notes and he kept talking about like getting off your phone and getting off the internet. Okay. He said, get off the internet, get on your knees and in the Bible. Um, and every week compare your screen time to your prayer time. Um, stop sinning because you're in the presence of the Holy Spirit. I mean, he's Paul Washer. He's going to say that stuff. And he started off by saying that it was a sermon to like ministers, but guys, it like was for everybody. It was for everybody. All of us, all of us felt it. Um, so it was very, very good. Um, so Mike Riccardi, I had never heard of him. Well, let me see, actually, I think, yeah, there was a Q and A. Let me go back. Cause I took notes from the second Q and A. I think that was, yeah, the morning of Saturday. Um, so let's see so this was just a bunch of people obviously um phil johnson said the doctrine of original sin is an unfair the unfair part is imputed righteousness um 
Oh, Daryl Harrison. I loved when he said this. We live in a culture where there's no sinners. So he was kind of talking about how, like, nothing is wrong anymore. So anybody does anything. Um, I don't know who said this. Christ is the head of the church, not the government. Um, And I don't know who said this. They try to mix pagan psychology with the gospel, which, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... I've spoken a lot about that. (laughs) Um, Because you can't... Yeah, you can't mix those things. So... Q&A was very good. Um, Mike Riccardi, he talked a lot about, um, okay, so you have to notice, these were the moments when, because this was Saturday, and when I was not feeling good, um, so my notes are a little bit, a little bit more sparse, um, he talked about a lot, he talked about leprosy, um, I, love that he talked about like he was talking about the leper that Jesus touched in Luke 5 and he brought up the point that this leper had not been touched for who knows how long and Jesus didn't need to touch him but he did and how like wonderful that would have been for the leper um and just kind of comparing his leprosy with our sin was very good he went back a lot into like Leviticus stuff like that um, so Stephen Lawson, the final sermon, cause I missed someone in the middle there. I think it was because, oh, it was, um, was it Conrad? No. Jonah. It was a weird name. <laughs> I didn't know who he was, but we got let out of the bookstore late. And at that point, okay, can I be honest? When you're in a room that is super echoey, and then, like, even with Joel Beakey and his accent, he barely has one. There were times where I just couldn't understand. Um, And so whoever it was, I keep wanting to say a name, but it's because I watched Doctor Who last night, and that was the name in Doctor Who. Uh, I know it's wrong. I don't don't remember what it was, but... um, (laughs) terrible why do I want to say that name um but yeah and so I knew like by that point we were already late and then I was going to struggle I just don't hear very well so I knew I was going to struggle so I have a blank spot in my notebook for that um and the last sermon Stephen Lawson the light of the resurrection of Christ and it was so good y'all that was the best sermon in my opinion um I wrote two and a half pages of notes um I love love, love the topic of the resurrection of Christ and how important and key it is. There's a book, I think I reviewed it um, earlier this year on the resurrection. If you do not have any basis on why the resurrection is so important and so key to the gospel, um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's a banner of truth one. But it was so good. Um, And so Lawson just like started there and said like, here's why it's true. Um, But then he went into like why we need um, the resurrection. So one of the biggest things was that um, was the peace that we get. Um, Supernatural tranquility is what he called it. And he said, peace is not found in circumstances, but in the heavenly places in Christ. Um, And so if Christ, like Christ exited this world full of sin and was resurrected um and is seated in the heavenly places and it talks about how like um I was actually just looking in Ephesians where it says like we are seated with him in the heavenly places and that like I have to study more but like it sounds like it's saying like right now so I mean 
definitely, which my pastor says that. So, um, I mean, that's why we can have peace is because Christ is on the throne. Um, and then, um, he also talked about, um, joy and he basically says like peace and joy, like you cannot come up with those on your own and people try to do it, but they can't. Um, he also says that like, if you're not doing the great commission, then you're not going to have as much peace and joy. And I think just in general, like if you're not doing your duty, what Christ has called you to, then you're not going to have that peace and joy. That is why, um, you know, the world tries to tell women like, you don't have to cook dinner, but like when you cook dinner, like you get just like, you feel good because of it. Like you just feel good. Um, and it's because you're glorifying Christ, even in cooking, like that's, you're worshiping him by cooking a meal for your family. Um, yeah, so, so good. So good. Um, he also talked about the power of the Holy Spirit. He said the sovereign, omnipotent Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is more than sufficient to move you forward in the will of God. Um, and that your weakness makes you a candidate. Um, just very solid stuff. Um, he did go a little bit into like, did Jesus descend down in hell? And I'm not going to talk through that because I don't know what I, I don't know if I disagreed with him or not. I, and now I'm like, okay, I want to study this topic a little bit more. Um, but, uh, yeah, he did talk about that. So if you're interested in that topic from Stephen Lawson, like, it was very, very good. Sorry, let me adjust. Um, so all that to say, do I recommend G3? Yes. But what I recommend even more, um, I, it's funny when I got back, I was thinking about it and I went with a friend that I had never met. Shout out to Brandy. She, ha- she guys, she makes jewelry, the stamped jewel, very amazing jewelry. I actually posted one of her necklaces, um, a while back. I think she's reworking that necklace right now, but it had like Psalms and then it had like a honeybee in it. Um, and so we went and I'm surrounded by people like the whole time. Only two people from my church were there besides me. Um, and I'm surrounded by people that I mainly just don't know. They're brothers and sisters in Christ, which is just an incredible feeling to be surrounded by other people worshiping the same God. Like it's just, it's amazing. But, um, I think the best part of G3 is that their focus is not getting people together. Their focus is sending you back out to your local church. And um, I think that's what's always highlighted for me is that it's great and grand to go to these conferences. Like, awesome. It's a great opportunity. Um, I feel very blessed that I was able to go and that it's like an hour and a half away from me. But, but the local church is so more important. So much more important. Um, And so if you're not in a local body of believers, that's like actually the biggest takeaway. Um, I, I was reminded of that on Sunday with my church and just that, um, like we had a fellowship meal and did communion and I can't remember if this was the first fellowship meal since our big bout of COVID. I feel like it, well, I don't know. I feel like it was, um, but it just felt so good to be able to 
sit and eat a meal together and just the fact that like I could never do that with everybody from G3 and they're not my local body of believers yes we are in the same family of Christ but there's something to be said about the local church and I I mean John MacArthur is the ultimate example at this conference like great he's cool and all and I love his sermons and you can listen to them but um what about your like your pastor what about your pastor um who is your favorite pastor like whose sermons do you like to listen to the most not that it's a contest but at the same time if you're sitting around the whole time thinking i wish i went to john macarthur's church like you might need to assess your priorities and remember that you were called to a local body of believers and um yeah it just it's such a good reminder and if you're not in church please i implore you find a church Um, I think if anything, the last year has taught us that there might come a time where you won't be able to get into one, um, like not easily. So why would you waste your days? Like that's the best way to put it. Why would you waste your days? Um, why would you choose something over church? Um, and it's not a legalistic thing, guys. It's just that we're when you look in the scripture, it says that like, we're meant to encourage each other, spur one another on in love. And you cannot do that by yourself. And I mean, I love my family within my household. Like I love my husband, but like, if I just have to rely on us two to spur one another on in love, it's not going to work. Get in a church. I mean, if you need help finding a church, please talk to me. Um, because it, it can be the most important thing for your faith, um, especially if you're wanting to grow. Um, and I don't know, like we're called to go to church. Um, and I, this has kind of been a topic on my heart lately. Um, because you can do so many other good things. Okay. So let's talk Sunday morning. You can do so many other good things on a Sunday morning. You can go get breakfast with your family. You can go somewhere with your family. Um, You could get some rest, catch up on your rest. But none of that has as much eternal significance as showing up to church. Um, So just get in church. That's all I got to say. Like I said, if you need a good one, please contact us on Instagram or Facebook. And I'd love to help you um, find a church uh, and actually, you know, it's funny, my one friend, my friend that came to me, came to me, came with me to G3, she and I had discussed trying to find her a church and we had struggled so bad. And then God just put one right in front of her. Um, and she's now going to a solid church and just, um, God works that out. Like he knows that you need the family of God. He knows, um, he's not going to just let you flounder on your own, um, And while we have this opportunity as, um, if you're in America, so let me say that if you're in America and if you have this opportunity, if you're in the United States, take the opportunity. We see what's happening in Canada. Like don't, don't choose other things over the local body of believers. Um, and specifically don't say it in God's name. Like I, I see that all the time. Like I'm going to take a family day, um, a family day instead of go to church. (laughs) 
one day you can take all the family days you want and you might be struggling to find a church. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but at the same time, like this should be a priority for you. This should be a priority for um, not only you, but just like in training up your children, if you have children, um, like what are you teaching them? And so G3, that is their main focus as they leave the conference. Their thing is like, cool, cool, cool. We can all meet together and learn, but what's even more important is, um, is the local body of believers. So get in church, y'all just get in church. I got a shirt while I was there. Carpe Fide podcast, which I still haven't listened to. I'm going to be really honest because I thought I had heard of them. And then I went on Instagram and I was like, I don't follow these people. Um, but they were great. They were so nice. They like held shirts because I couldn't decide. And I actually want like another one because it's so cute. That's besides the point. Um, but they got a shirt or they had a shirt that said, if you can go to, and there's a blank, you can go to church. And that's so true. If you can go to the movies, you can go to church. If you can go to the park, you can go to church. If you can go to, I don't know. Like I have, I have people who are like, I can't go because of COVID. And then they're like walking around Walmart. And I'm like, at least do pick up, at least pretend (laughs) you can go to church. Y'all you can go to church. Anyway, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Um, uh, no, I'm just very grateful for my local church. It's funny. I had a really bad day on Sunday morning, like really bad. And I went into Sunday school with all the ladies from my church and I think it was, I was late getting in there, um, because I had just kind of been pitching a fit about things. Um, life has not been easy (laughs) this year. And so I was just pitching a fit about life and, um, I kind of admitted to them what I was dealing with. And, um, multiple people came up to me afterwards and said like, um, are you okay? Are you okay? Um, and one person came up to me and was like, I want to take you out to dinner this week. So we're going out to dinner tonight. Um, and I'm just so grateful because, um, that's the local body. That's the local body. That's what they're here for. And I love my online friends. I really do. But there's nothing like the local body of Christ. There's a couple friends that I'd like to make move over here just so they could be a part of my local body. But I don't think I'm going to have any luck with that. Anyway, that is it um, for today. Like I said, please reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, especially if you need help finding a church at a lot of thoughts podcast. And we also have our email at a, or whoa, we have our email, a lot of thoughts podcast at gmail.com. Um, but until next week, whenever I have a review of a um, not Christian book coming out next week. Um, so be on the lookout of that. Um, but yeah, that is it. Talk to you guys later. Bye.